it's time for a BattleBards trailer, and last week you couldn't decide whether you wanted Nerd Rage or Rat King. So I played Nerd Rage last week. This week, as promised, it's the Rat King. Enjoy. Silence! I will have silence in my court! <coughs> now, Whiskers, you claim that Stacy here stole your cheese. What evidence have you to substantiate your accusation? Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. I see. Well, as your king, I hereby command you to find Stacy two and two-thirds the amount of cheese you stole. Mm, yes, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Thomas. Yes, that's right. Heavy is the head. Uh, now, General Stinkeye, how goes the war effort? And if you like that, head on down to BattleBards.com and check out all their new sounds. Hi, welcome to Swordnet Radio. This episode is our 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons campaign, Doors. Last time, the group decided to conduct some experiments to see if they could save some of the chosen in the room rather than just killing them, finding out that they probably couldn't. They decided to start killing anyway. But when one of the Chosen reverted to normal form, it was shown that it was actually Heather Oak, one of the children that they had pledged to rescue. Gimbal wigged out a bit and went for the door. And there was a person behind the door, and that person got stabbed. <laughs> and all hell broke loose. This episode is the season finale, and I'm going to call it Her. On with the show. What do you want to do? Open the fucking door and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm running. The door that we just opened when you cast your thunder wave. There's, there's two doors. There's the door we came in from, which is the hidden door, or then there's the door, oh, yeah, or the wooden door. Uh, the wooden door. Yeah, yeah the... I, I, I am. If we're not in initiative, or if we're still in initiative, I'm gonna wait for these guys to do it. But I, I'm, I'm going for the door. Okay, everyone go for the door. All right, well, we shall, we shall retain initiative. You go for the door, and you pull it open. And uh, who's going to get there first? Who's more motivated at this point? Oh, I'm extremely motivated. Well, Jace is the closest to the Jace door. Is the closest. Yeah, but I just got slammed by this thing, so I'm probably just kind of knocked back against the wall and sort of dazed. So. Yeah, we'll stay We'll stay in, in, in initiative order, so we'll say that uh, you're the first to, to get their feet back underneath them um, and start moving. So uh, Jace is going to get to the door... You, pull open the door and in front of it are two chosen holding swords okay in that case I will attack the one on the left and a small pool of blood under your feet yes go for it ignore the blood ignore the blood ignore the blood ignore the blood 15 it's going to hit do some damage 10 damage followed up by an iron strike again swinging in with the pommel after a slash which hits with 17 and does 7 damage. Yeah, you absolutely lay this mook apart like he is dead before the second blow hits. As that happens, you see drifting through the... There's like an odd beat in the combat. 
drifting through the door from behind you is the ghost of a little girl. And it drifts through the door and it looks at you and goes, where am I? And winks out of existence. Um, I'm just sort of, as, as I'm attacking these guys, I'm just spraying blood everywhere. Quite intentional. You need to roll a wisdom saving throw. Trying to be a 13. No. How much did you fail by? One point. By one point. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 12. <laughs> in case anyone listening can't do math. You are frightened right now. That means... Do I have to keep talking in this voice? Frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and sack rolls while source of its fear is within the line of sight. A creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. The ghost is gone, and therefore, you're just going to be rattled, so that's going to be RP. As uh, Jace steps out the door, sees this thing happening, and the other lizard guy sees this, the other chosen sees this happening, he just freaks out entirely and turns and runs. And you... You kind of sort of want to want to uh, grab him as he goes, but you just—he's just gone too quickly, which is the effect of being frightened. I'm going to deprive you of your attack of opportunity. But hurtling down the stairs, you see, it was, you see that, that immediately in front of you, essentially, it, uh, there's no room in front of you. It's a staircase, and it immediately starts spiraling up um, away. But instead of um, a tight spiral, on, mm-hmm. I can enter rage as a reaction. As a reaction. As a reaction. Okay. Can I do that before he runs away and overcome the fear? You certainly can. I'm going to use rage. So you're raging now? I yeah. He's sort of as as the, the this this primal fear sort of raises up within me. This this is sort of almost um, I feel like almost like something in my soul is just growling and sort of just just feel this 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 passion and sort of animalistic strength just just overwhelmed. The, the fear is clouding my mind and this sort of this red. It's clarity just sort of overcomes that fear and clouds it out of my head. Uh, but everything is slightly tinged red and just just, I mean, just just everything smells sharp or everything looks... The, all the color schemes are slightly changed, and, and but everything is a bit sharper and I can see movement more clearly. Uh, so instead of reacting in fear, this guy just sort of turns to run away. This sort of slightly snarled right in the back of my throat. And, and as he runs away, I just sort of almost hurl, almost hurl. <laughs> <laughs> my Kriegs messer at him. Roll a 14. He's going to hit him. Do damage. <laughs> Max damage. Jesus Christ. Jeez. I want that die back. <laughs> 18. And you will never roll as good with it. As he as he starts to run away, you you swing for him, um, adjust your grip on the Kriegsmess, like one-handed grip from the pommel, and just swipe down. You take out his hamstrings and sever his leg. He goes down in a scream in a fountain of blood. And blood. I, I'm really surprised because the blood smells good. It smells like food, which has never smelled before. And uh, appearing directly in front of you out of thin air they haven't just appeared around a corner they have literally just appeared out of thin air are two virtually identical beings and you instantly recognise them from the first night you met these weirdos when 
that weird guy who looked like the Grinch appeared in front of you in silver armor that seemed to float in front of wherever you want to hit it and then disappeared. And he's back. And he's in front of you. And one of them... Um, sort of... They, they both have these, these very large silver jeweled swords drawn. And the, the, the one in front, instead of looking at you, looks straight past you into the room. And he simply appears behind you. The other two who are in the room see this figure appear directly behind Jace. Okay. Can I see him? I'll describe it for the podcast. So there is a, a green-skinned, sort of spiky-haired creature that seems to be wearing um, not sort of specific, you know, not a suit of armour, but just plates positioned around them that, that, that seem to warp and shift and is wielding a very large scimitar-like sword that is bright silver. Yeah, this isn't highly polished. This is this is actual silver. Right? This is shining um, with jewels set in there and he raises it to attack Jace and Gimbal. Sure go. Um, Gimbal is going to reach down both hands, pull his um, rapier out mm-hmm. and use it to slash his wrists. Slash his bonds rather than... Yeah, sorry. Slash his... <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just no hope. Let's see what I'm not going to hurt you. Um, yeah, uses it to slice the um, rope around his wrists. But it's going to take away uh, half of your movement to do that. That's fine. This guy's not that far away. I'm literally behind the door. I reckon you could probably make an attack with this guy. Yeah. Did they attack us last time? I can barely remember. Or did they just sort of dodge away as we hacked? Uh, one appeared in front of you. You tried to punch him in the face. His armor intercepted it. And then he disappeared. All the scars on my knuckle. So Gimbal's just going to uh, basically then, obviously, with his with his hands now free, draw the rapier and launch himself in a straight thrust at this thing. Uh, roll to attack. Twenty-one. Your rapier uh, strikes towards him, and one of the the plates around his body seems to shift to intercept it, but. It, it manages to hit it, but your blade still sinks into his body. Okay. Do some damage. Five. Cool. So uh, you sort of um, slice down his rib cage, but it's, it, you don't get the point in. But glancing blood. Uh, next is Rue and Fuss. So where's Robert in all this? You don't know. Door closed. Door's open now. I went through it. Oh yeah, you opened it and went through it. Uh, yeah, the the, the other guy was dudes. was was the only that was the only two dudes you saw. What? So there were just two chosen guys. Neither. So the one. guy impaled isn't there anymore. He's not there. Okay. Okay, and the two chosen that were in the door, neither of them have got scarred faces. The, uh, you can't see that the chosen beyond the door who is just killed, or the two chosen uh, beyond the door he's, the, the, this, he's just dispatched because that you know he's blocking it and there's this other guy. You just heard lots of guillotine sounds from the other side of the door. Okay, I, I'm going to march forward to behind the guy with the silvery armour, and I want to, because essentially he's in my way, I don't actually care about him, um, I want to essentially just grab hold of him, this is what I'm going to try to do, grab hold of him and throw him out of the way so I can continue past him. Make a strength check, please. Yeah, this is all going to go well. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say that you are, that he's going to roll at disadvantage because uh, he um, is facing Jace. 16, mm-hmm. but I'm enraged, so I'm going to use my inspiration from the last session mm-hmm. 
to re-roll to see if I can get higher than that. No! Rolling disadvantage, though, um, he gets a seven, so... Uh, actually, what is that plus is? I'd best check. Yeah, so uh, you grab him and, and throw him aside, and it's just... You see a momentary kind of... Whoa! A, 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 you know, a, sort of a, a look of surprise reach him as he hadn't counted on there being more than one person in this room. And he had his sword above his head, his huge two-handed sword, you know, above his head. Yeah. And it's more that, the weight of that, that shifts him. So he moves a couple of feet, and you can see past him into the space in front of Jace, and there is a pool of blood, two bodies, and another one of these odd green creatures. I'm going to use, because the grabbing him out of the way, I'm assuming that was my action. That was action. That was action. Okay, I'm going to use the rest of my move to move up to these bodies. Go up to the bodies. Okay, you are. Um, you you step forward in, into this pooling blood, and you straight in front of you is another uh, of these green skin creatures blocking your way through the. Wasn't that still in the corridor? And it's still in the corridor. It's it's door. Like yeah, and where's Jace here? There's like five feet. So there's there's this guy uh, who you've just set aside. He is like less than five feet away from from Jace. So he's like three feet away. Um, then there's Jace doesn't take up much room the door um, and Jace is half in half out the door okay sort of in the door jam kind of thing um, so the door isn't fully wide open it's just you know, yank open the door and he's like enough space for him plus a little bit more left so he's from to swing a sword and then there's three or four feet if that before the stairs start okay and on the on, on, on the last stair is this creature so you've just like run through and, and he's blocking my way to get up to these bodies to see if one of them is. No, you can. You are standing on these bodies. Essentially, you are. You are sort of one foot on a body, one foot in a pool of blood. And then there's this guy. Yeah. Okay. So can I, as, as the last thing, looking down at these bodies, can I see if either one of these is Rob? Do me a perception check because uh, this is going to be difficult. Basically, is anyone rocking the Phantom of the Opera look? Fifteen. You made it. That's that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Um, as you charge through in the, the moments you have to take stock of the situation you see that yes there is two chosen here neither of them have a mangled face that you can see and there's a trail of blood going up the stairs okay as as my last action it, well it's not really an action but it kind of leads on to the fact it's Fuzz's turn now is I uh, Fuzz has been on my shoulder and as I'm looking down on these bodies I just kind of like twitch my shoulder forward and he kind of flies forward and he goes Mah! And, and face hugs. I can see that. <laughs> face hugs this creature in front of him, and and uh, wraps, uh, tries to wrap itself. Uh, uh, Fuzz tries to wrap himself around the face of this thing to completely disadvantage it. Bites his nose. Ah. Her nose. Ash, uh, acrobatics, please, would be for Fuss. Acrobatics is based on dexterity, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a 14. So Fuss flies at this thing, tries to face-hug this creature, but um, he literally just... He's, he's got his eyes fixed on the fight, and this thing comes at him, and he just jinks his head, and Fuss flies right past him, and sort of comes to a rest, sort of, you know, doesn't hit the wall behind him, but uh, comes to a rest behind him. Yeah, kind of, as he goes past him, he... he, he swoops up and kind of lands upside down onto, on, on the ceiling of this passageway and he's just kind of hanging it's, there. It's a spiral staircase this is coming up. So you've got very little room then it's a spiral staircase. Yeah, so coming. it's just kind of and yep. just, just, just before the spiral staircase going up. Yeah. Okay. Other way. I'll give you that. Spiral staircase and castle. They're always goes clockwise. They're always clockwise so the attacker has the better. In this world. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd zing the archaeologist for once. <laughs> the archaeologist and the historian. Although that is actually not true. Is it not? It's one of those things that you just take for granted. Go to a freaking castle. I've been to castles that are like that. I was going to say, I, I'm, I'm casting my like mind that. back to every that. single castle I can think I thought of. And someone said that, and I was like, clockwise. Most, that was extremely intelligent. Because it would yeah. be really... Conway, I know Conway certainly is. You get a nice big swing and the eye coming up, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Conway? Do we want the history lesson? <laughs> um, Conway is one of the um, the hill forts built by... Um, actually, like, that ring around Wales, they were all built at the same time by the same architect. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and it was lessons learnt from the Crusades. So pre-Crusade castles don't necessarily have them all going that way. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. Because um, you see you see all sorts of stuff like... Uh, but those are the big ones because they're the most well-preserved and all that sort of stuff, so people go to them. But in, in, in earlier ones where they haven't been replaced, yeah. they can go either way. Or there's not even spiral staircases. It's just, well, that's an efficient use of space. But sometimes there'll be like a platform and then there'll be other things. But yeah. I've gone, I've gone in both directions in various castles. So. Cool. Right. So, yes, moving on. Right. That's the bottom of the order. So it comes back and it is the guy behind Jace. Um, Shit. He was going to make an attack with disadvantage because he's been uh, thrown to, to one side. Uh, does a imagine he has a very indignant look on his face when this weedy little wizard sort of shoves him to one side out of nowhere uh, yeah does a uh, 12 hit your AC nope does so again uh, oh, does a 22 hit your AC love it yep and he's going to uh, he does 9 damage to you I have resistance to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage these are those things I don't know what that means, though. However, uh, you do take... So it's, it's half damage. Okay. So you take... F- you always round down in D&D, so it's four points of damage. And you are also going to take... Uh, eight psychic damage. As, as the sword sort of comes down towards you, uh, you dodge, you sort of, you know, easily dodge aside, um, but he sort of makes a, another attack, sort of flowing through, um, and he clips you with the the false edge, with the back edge of this this curved sword, and it's just, um, it's more percussive than anything else. But as it touches you, you just this f- anguish fills your mind, leaves scars. The other chap, straight in front of Rue, uh, decides to simply try and skewer you. Um, does a uh, yeah does a 17 hit your AC a little bit a tiny tiny little bit (laughs) only just by a lot Uh, take 11 damage plus 7 psychic damage he saw you straight in front of him so what he actually did was he, he just raised his sword up and just punched you in the face with the quillens mm. and it rocks you back um, and again this this sort of scream of anguish in your head it's almost like people crying out in pain and there's the pain of it hitting you in the face and also this vivid almost sense memory of pain flooding you like you're feeling pain that your forebears felt mm. uh, and he as, as you sort of reel back he brings down the sword again does a more than 17 hit you yeah and that's gonna be yes he says tentatively nine physical damage as he slashes into you uh, and another seven psychic oh. damage as he 
16 damage in total. Yeah, as, he, as his, as his uh, left hand sort of reaches onto the, the pommel and he brings the sword straight down uh, and it sort of bashes you into the front of you and uh, snakes along your, your armour. Um, and it's definitely doing some, some damage underneath there. This is How, how bad are you hurt now? Um, I, I've dropped from... I was at 50 with my, with my uh, uh, false life on it. I've now dropped down to 16. Awesome. Okay, so two rounds. Yeah, this has hit you. It's almost almost driven you to your knees, Jace. <laughs> <laughs> you've got like seventy attacks now. You've, you're raging, and you've like. <laughs> I, I don't think I gain any extra. Oh no, you don't. Yeah, you don't get any rage. Not yet. You just do extra damage. I right? do extra damage. Uh, lots of extra damage. Uh, in that case, I will sort of backstep, slashing at the guy behind me uh, with my saber. Messer. Uh, point spend. Point. Uh, you, is that much? luck you're spending or key? Because you got your lucky thing, haven't you? I've got my lucky thing. You got three rerolls. Yeah. I'm gonna use my luck to reroll. Okay. So there was a two. I roll an actual one. <laughs> what were you saying about my dice about you know thirty seconds ago? Okay, so uh, describe this. <sighs> I slip in a pool of blood and, and just completely sort of trying to do this cool sort of stab behind me move and just completely miss him. But sort of chagrined by my failure, I do make a, a flurry of blows follow-up attack. Uh, so I get two um, unarmed strikes against him, which... I should say that you try and do a really graceful strike, but then you slip it. Uh, so you, that fails because you slip in the blood. But while you're slipping in the blood, you just flail wildly with your arm, trying to gain your balance and hit him with that. <laughs> no, I fall forward and I nut, and I head him head him in the nuts. Yeah. Uh, so that's an 18 for one of the attacks. Is gonna hit and much 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 higher on the second one. I rolled 17. I can't do the math. 20. Yep, that's gonna hit. So. Okay, do damage. Seven. Mm-hmm. 14. 14 total. 14 top. Excellent. Okay, so you smack him in the face, do your things. Have you got any other things you can do in your turn? Uh, yes, I am going to try to knock him to the floor. Knock him prone by spending another key point. Okay. He must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be knocked prone. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, so the DC of this is going to be your uh, dexterity modifier plus 10, isn't it? So it's, well, it's plus 8 plus your proficiency, so what's your dexterity modifier? 3. 3, so it's going to be 13 is to beat on a dex. And he makes it easily, so yeah, you push him back and gets his feet underneath him. Um, uh, we have previously been playing Karahad as someone you could position around. Um, uh, do you know what? I, it's it's too much to think about, so we're not doing that. Okay. Because okay. um, if he's taken no role in the narrative, no yeah. one said what Karahad might be doing, so we're hand waving him. So, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> and Gimbal. Okay. Um, so Gimbal, he's just over in the corner. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this this guy is obviously this guy. Um, Ruth threw to the side before has moved forward towards Ruin Jace, so he's basically. He's now. He's well, I'm, I'm behind him. Yeah, I'm okay. behind him. Okay. You can, see that you can see there's chaos beyond Jace now. You can't really see exactly what's happening. Yeah. If he was engaged from behind, shouldn't we have gotten like, some kind of 
flanking advantage? No, what you do in this is um, you give your turn. Mm-hmm. Um, the One of the actions you can take is uh, help. Okay, your action or direct, indirect or direct action gives advantage to another. So you don't have to fulfill anything. You just say, instead of attacking this term, I'm giving advantage to someone else. And that is like flanking or whatever. Okay. Okay. That's the rule. Um, So if you can't, if you literally can't think of anything you can do and you don't think you're going to hit them, you can guarantee giving someone else advantage by saying, I'm helping. Okay. Um, It automatically succeeds. Could I, could I do that in a way of, like, saying, um, attempt to attack him, and if, obviously, I'm unsuccessful, is he at least distracted? Which would give... You have to give up your attack to do this. Yeah. So if so, you, you, what you could say is, um, I'm occupying him, and unsuccessfully, but I'm, I'm taking his attention away. Yeah. So you will succeed at that, but if you're rolling an attack, you either get it or you don't. Mm. Okay, so the question is, is an attack going to be more effective, or is giving someone advantage going to be more effective? What's your max damage? What do you... Do you not have any spells? Um, I do, but none that would be effective in close quarters without taking out, without possibly damaging everybody else. Fair enough. Um, so my max damage is 12. So your max damage is 12. Uh, yeah, I mean... That's... Yeah, it's, 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 up, it's up to you. But you're also, you're also not a martial class, so maybe you know your chance to hit probably wouldn't be that high. Mm. Up to you. But advantage is huge. Yeah. Rub your rapier up his. That'll distract him. Mm. I mean, you can, you can be hitting him. You just won't be doing any damage. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking maybe it's possibly um, using my bow to garrot him kind of thing. <laughs> That'd do, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with that. Then. Yeah, Give like him. like it's, it's, it's like a grapple check, but it's, in essence, you can do anything... But you're saying, I don't want the effect that, that action would give me. I just want to give advantage. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to go with that then. Gimbal's just going to sort of like cl- literally climb up this guy and just hook the bow over his neck and just haul back on... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, to the back of the head, not that much of a different effect. But um, yeah, he's just going to literally... So he's got like the stave of the bow against his throat and Gimbal's hauling back on the horn ends. Okay. Uh, so this is going off and so... Um, he's just literally just seeing red now. Yeah. He's just like... Aah! Uh, Kill so everything! The way that rules is your director of action gives advantage to another uh, player or another PC. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's only going to be one PC that benefits from that. So it'll be, it'll be the next next one who attacks this guy. Oh. So uh, don't attack this guy. <laughs> uh, let's give it two. Any bonus actions you want to do at all? Nope. No, there's nothing really that I can do that would be effective. Rook. Okay, um, I've been knocked back and knocked down to one knee mm-hmm. by this guy's last blow, but I, I'm still utterly focused on just getting past him. Um, and he is blocking my way. Um, so I'm just going to look at him and just say, FUCK OFF! And I'm going to cast Fey Presence on him to try and frighten him. Go for it. Because this is, he's just fucking floored me and, he, and I hope this works, I really hope this works. Oh, no, no, he has to do a constitution saving throw versus my um, spell DC, which is 13. He makes it. Fuck off! <laughs> Describe this. You did just try so to cast Fey Presence on what is probably some kind of Fey. Yeah. So instead, instead of coming out as, fuck off, it's more like, fuck off! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he is obviously, um, dis- despite my rage, despite my anger, despite my focus he has obviously seen bigger badder scarier things than me and just is utterly un 
you know what? Give me Arcana check Plus. with um, with advantage because you described it very well. So, like your your motivation anyway. Sixteen. No, seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, that's going to be his new DC to beat. Descriptions count, guys. Uh, was it seventeen? Yes. He has not made it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Describe what happened. So yeah. Um, so I just kind of look him square in the eye, and despite the fact he is just knocked me down onto one knee and just obviously given me one hell of a beating I have just defiantly just gone FUCK OFF with such intensity and rage that he's really quite taken aback by this he's like he, he should be carrying carrying away he should be running away what, what, uh, and he is now frightened visibly kind of disturbed by this reaction where's, where's your arrowhead at this point? I think my arrowhead is in my satchel Okay. Because I don't have anything to keep it in, and it doesn't fit in that anymore, because it's, it's spearhead currently. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, at that point, your uh, your satchel rips, and a, uh, a piece of sort of purple-tinged obsidian rips through the front. Uh, just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> okay, so, it's, so it was an arrowhead. It then became a spearhead. Is it now increased in size again? Short sword length. I just told you what happened. Okay. That goes off. Uh, so what's his effect then? He's frightened. He, he is frightened, yeah. So he's basically at uh, um, disadvantage and is naturally probably, I would say, inclined not to attack me. Okay. Although that is my interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> so he's... Uh, no, that's going to miss. And that is also going to miss. Think, uh, find yourself very, very lucky as he sort of haltingly sort of tries to stab at you. But he kind of tries to faint at me, but his heart just isn't really in it. So, uh, and well, this is drawn out of sequence, so forget. Uh, so, uh, the guy behind. Oh, Fuss. Yeah, Fuss. Uh, Fuss, Fuss gets in there. Okay, so he's going he's gonna to drop down from the ceiling, swing him behind the back of this guy, and he's going to try and sting him. Which is a melee, uh, melee attack plus four. Mm-hmm. So roll it. Sixteen does not hit. Uh, it first comes down behind and, and goes in stinger first, but the the plate that was over this guy's shoulder flows around to his back and covers the nape of his neck. That mm-hmm. fuss was going for as a sort of a wet clang, almost like um, a slight chisel. Yes. The precise noise is that of a half-filled wok full of water. Uh, a wok that's half-filled full of water striking a, uh, a tap. Force <laughs> it for our American friends. Yeah, I actually know what that sounds like. Do too. What's that? So, the person who's being beset by Gimbal is at this moment going to turn his attention to Gimbal, and he's going to try and uh, throw you off. So he's going to actually make try and make a grapple check on you. He's still going to be disadvantaged. Uh, still, Wait, isn't he still holding his sword? He's still holding his sword, uh, but he's going to try and unseat you. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's not going to take away your uh, help action though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is a strength check uh, against you. You're going to try and beat a thirteen with an acrobatics check or a strength or an athletics check. Well, being a tumbler, I'm quite good in acrobatics, so I'm going to go with that. 
23 absolutely yeah do, do you want to stay on him or do you want to roll away um, I'm, I'm going to stay on him so he, yeah. he he kind of like he, he's actually going to try and turn around um, and sort of and, and grab you but he misses and so you just swing around with him yeah. uh, and get a better purchase on him yeah um, like literally foot wedged on the back of the neck foot, foot between his shoulder blades just literally riding him like yeah and uh, you're uh, if you wish to uh, attack him you're going to have advantage cool cool to, okay, so, yeah, so he didn't make a great sword attack, so he cannot make another. Okay, so that's him gone. Or do I want to? <laughs> Let me roll the dice. Let me roll the dice. Let me roll the dice. Oh. Okay, no, that, that's that's the end of his turn. Jace. Because uh, Gimbal's sort of riding him, and he's sort of. Yeah, yeah. Gimbal's facing me now, isn't he? Uh, Gimbal is now facing away from you, and so is. Yeah, but his back is. He's, he's, yeah. he's in front of me. So I'm going to make a sweep at this guy's legs. Do so with advantage. Natural 20. <laughs> Roll it again. If you get another t- another 20, magical things happen. <sighs> Natural okay, nat 20, do yourself uh, your damage. It's... Is it max damage? Uh, double double damage roll for it. Double damage 20, roll. Isn't it? So okay. just the dice. You roll the dice twice. Get your modifier once. And you are raging, so you get to add damage. 23 damage. 23 cool. damage. Oh, yes. I'm aiming for his left leg right at the knee. Cool. Uh, describe how this um, almost takes this guy out. Almost takes this guy out. Yep. As I just sweep forward. <laughs> An armor plate sort of morphs and gets in the way of my sword, but in my rage and my anger, it does. my, my sword just penetrates through it though it doesn't I can almost feel my sword scraping across uh, the back of his his knee joint that doesn't quite because of the armor plate it doesn't quite take the leg off it does sever all the tendons as it passes through and his leg just goes goes half limp as it just slices through and I follow it up with a knee to the back of that same leg trying to take it out and do you get additional attacks now? Yep, I always get damage. Take more if I do for for your blows. I'm sweeping out the leg. It's just been hacked out. Oh, three. <laughs> yeah, that's a fail. So as he goes down, since I rolled the natural twenty, can I have the advantage on that one? No. Then I'm going to use flurry of blows. And I roll a. Actually, uh, you know, he's grapple, so uh, it's it's giving advantage. It doesn't say for one action, it says for your next round, so yeah, yeah. You, you have an advantage on it, so yeah, roll so it. Out spending the 17 plus 22. It's gonna hit. 6 damage. 6 damage. Stop using that one, I can't read it. That one's not much better. Yeah. No, that's better. Good. I was say, you can try mine if you like, but it's uh... No, I don't want any dice you've touched. <laughs> no, my, I was going to say, my dice aren't that good. As you uh, you try and take his, his leg out and hit him, you, sort of, you hear a sort of sickening crunch and... As he starts oh, to he starts to collapse, you um, you see the piece of his leg armor actually flows up and almost forms a splint around his knee and just keeps him from hitting the ground. There's, there's a really sickening sound when you're disjointing an animal, when you break the connection, you pop the bone out of joint, so you can then sever all the tendons with the knife. It's just this this grinding pop that the first couple of times you do it, 
just turns your stomach because you've heard that sound and it always was followed by a scream. Even in dead meat, it sounds mm. horrible. <laughs> so you get used to it and then you learn you actually quite like butchery. <laughs> I've, I, I've never had a problem with it. I've never had a problem with those sorts of noises. The first time I like, it's sort of like, Ugh! but yeah, I, I love butchering now. Mm. Nothing makes me happier than having like a whole deer carcass to do. Uh, gimbal. So, um, this guy's almost gone down. Mm-hmm. I, you said I get advantage on my next, on my next and attack if you, as if well. you attack him, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking I'm going to let go of the bow, I'm going to draw my dagger, and I'm going to try and stab him in the back of the neck. At that moment, I want you to make a constitution check, please. 11. Uh, roll me a 1d4. 3. Roll me a 1d10. 10. And uh, roll me a 1d10. 9. 9. Ooh, you are lucky. Uh, <laughs> you are startled, immediately startled, as between this guy and the corner of the room, there is a flash of light and a pop and a roar as a bear appears in the corner of the room and just has it got shows for arms? Nuts. No, thank God. <laughs> Does it have crocodiles for arms? <laughs> we, we established that would be the escalation. Yeah, and it's uh, immediately it coming out of a tornado. <laughs> it gets a surprise round, so it immediately uh, takes a swing at everything around it. So it is going to be gimbal is going to be one. The githyanki is going to be two. And Jace is going to be three. And a four, we re-roll. So someone roll me a 1d4. Four. Re-roll. Two. Four. Re-roll. One. It's Gimbal. <laughs> it takes a swipe at Gimbal. Um, and it, uh, let's see, it gets one with its bite, one with its claws. Okay. So it's going to be a 14 versus your AC. It hits. And that's going Who to do... Where's my D8? Better than That's going to do nine points of damage. Okay. And then it immediately claws you. Uh, and that is much higher. <laughs> so that's going to hit you. And that is going to be... 13 points of damage. Gimbal's down to nine health. Okay. Bloody hell. You have no health. I have 32 max. I was on 31. And it swipes you clear of this creature that you're wrestling. And it is your go. So uh, you've been knocked to the ground. So I didn't get that advantage then? Uh, that was your constitution check. Ah, okay. So whether you're going to be disturbed by what happened. Uh, it was just going to be the shock of seeing something would knock your, knock your thing, but that was, that's so much better. Fair um, enough. So, okay. uh, yeah, you, you hit the ground. Uh, make me a dex check. Just looking for a ten or more? No. Okay, you land badly. You're prone. No extra damage, but you are prone. Okay. And it's going to take you half your movement to stand up. You still have your entire move. Not going to try and stand up. Just going to roll the fuck away from it. Yep, you may do so. Uh, rolling is it's going to be half your movement. So you can get... Oh, so I'm going to roll away and stand up then. Roll away and stand up. Okay, yep. So you, you basically you can... Um, you can get to the edge of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, you know, sort of between some beds and things. And if you wish at some point, you could probably use that as cover. Uh, or to hide under. All right, so... Any attacks that you want to do? You still have an action. No, because the guy's got my um, my bow. Uh, my rapier's on the floor. The only thing I'm currently I currently hold is a dagger. 
You, you, can, you can throw it. You've got spells. Yeah, I leave myself completely un, unarmed. Yes, I still have spells, but nothing that would um, that wouldn't hurt these guys. So you may what also spinny blades. Hmm? What about spinny blades? It's, it's a five area. foot cube. You guys are going to be within that. Yeah, but you can position where that cube's going to be. So yes, could... I can. It's, it's invisible, and um, this is a small and close okay. space. Uh, you, what you can do is make an action to help because you have nothing else to do. You might as well help. Yes, yes, Never I ever suppose. Help is um, the action that allows you to not waste your turn. And it can be anything. You could be performing, you could be rolling a skill, whatever, or not even rolling, it just succeeds. Just pick up some debris and yeah. throw it towards his face. Uh, yeah, go with that. So you just pick up random stuff and throw it. Yeah. Uh, roll me a d20. Good, uh, high or low for good? Um, roll it again. Yeah, Decide it? and then roll again. Okay. It's my dice, it's going to be low. And yeah, it was a three, so... Now it's going to be high. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Uh, it's a bad result. You um, you actually pick up one of the bowls holding a dagger, one of the few that weren't upset by this thing, and you throw that at it, and a dagger goes clittering to the gro- uh, clattering to the ground. As you can see, you say, I only have my dagger. We're in a room full of fucking daggers. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, the, these are actually very small. They're, they're sort of varying size, but these things in the bowls are like a couple of inches, like skin do oh, okay. size. Uh, so you are, you are helping. Uh, you throw this thing towards uh, was it the um, the bear? The bear. Oh. You throw it towards the bear, and the bear just like it hits him on the nose. You know, and he's like, huh? looks confused for a second. I'm kind of oblivious to what's happening behind me in the room because I'm still just trying to get past this guy, uh, and he is still frightened until the end of this turn. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look him square in the eye again, and a bit calmer this time. I'm going to say, I said, fuck off, and cast Shatter. Okay, do it. Uh, which is actually just, he has to do a constitution saving throw versus my radius. Well, the range is 60 feet, it's instantaneous, 10 foot radius, but sphere. But I, I can just direct it towards him. You you guys won't be affected. Okay. Otherwise, I'd be getting myself as well. Your DC is 30. He has made it. Uh, roll uh, me a disadvantage. S- oh, disadvantage. Yes. So it's, uh, no, it's ability checks and um, attacks. It is not all D20 rolls. So saving throw is not affected. Roll me a constitution save for fuss, please. Oh, I forgot about fuss. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus makes it. Okay. Um, Add. So it's half damage, or is it half damage? Yeah. Uh, so half damage. Yeah. So what's the what's the full damage? Uh, you, you tell me what half damage is. So six, nine, sixteen. So half of sixteen. Eight. Mhm. So, so it also takes eight damage. Oh dear. Oh shit. I've just accidentally killed Fuss. <laughs> Fuss has only got seven hit points. Fuss puffs out in a, in a, um, a haze, uh, in a, into a purple haze. Uh, a metallic green and blue haze. Metallic green yeah. and blue haze. And slowly drifting down from the ceiling where you'd forgotten he was uh, are some oak leaves. And we'll do this one first because I think this is more appropriate. So the, the guy in front of you is still is still frightened all this weird stuff has happened doesn't seem to affect him too much and so he realised the fight is elsewhere uh, based on the noises coming from his friend and he winks out of existence in front of you he's not there anymore and he appears in the middle of the room 
and he charges forward, takes stock, uh, charges forward. He sees a little guy in the corner. He sees a bear. He has no idea what to make of this. And he sees Jace wielding a sword. So he sees the one with the weapon and he tries to position himself across from uh, the bear. So he's, he's not facing the bear, he's facing just you and you're between the bear and him. So that's going to be... Takes the first swing uh, with his sword and he misses. Uh, takes another swing with his sword and he misses again. <sighs> his friend, uh, almost driven to the point of uh, insensibility, is going to be... I think he's going to take a random swing at either the bear or Jace. Uh, but he is going to... Okay, so he's going to sw- swing at the bear first. And he misses. And he's going to swing at Jace. And that is going to hit... You're an easier target than a bear, it appears. That's seven points of physical damage and four points of psychic damage. Eleven. And... I am beyond... I have lost more than half my hit points. Right now... Um, Rue. Ditto. Yes. You see, coming down the stairs, time seems to expand. 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 As you hear a voice... Not his voice. His voice. Coming down the stairs. Coming down the stairs. Coming down the stairs. And a green robe. Green robe. Appears. Appears. A green scaled figure appears before you, about your height. About your height. About your height. She's taller now. She's taller now. She's taller now. The hood is thrown back to reveal frills. An ornate head frill coming back that seems to go down the back and fills out the robe behind as well. Behind as well. Behind as well. And you. And hear the panicked, hear the panicked noises. Noises. noises and she and seems she seems in a frenzy she says, you hurt Robert, you hurt Robert and then she stops in front of you and goes Rue? and everything turns black Dungeons and Dragons is owned by Wizards of the Coast. The song was Shards of Glass by Louis Barabbas and the Bedlam Six. If you have any comments, questions or feedback, please get in touch with us. Swordnutradio at gmail.com. That's swordnutradio at gmail.com or at swordnut on Twitter. Now, I said earlier this was the end of season finale. We actually recorded this back in June. So since then we've played a whole load of one-shots and different things. Um, and we are just about getting back on track for actual campaigns. So for the next few episodes, we're going to be doing uh, Exuvier, which is a game by Sean Smith of the UK, which will shortly be kickstarting. There'll be a couple of episodes of that. Then we'll go on to Cogs, Cakes and Swordsticks by Lynn Hardy, which we recorded ages ago. And you can find the rough and unedited version of that on YouTube as we experimented with streaming and uh, using YouTube to record games where we were playing over Skype and things like that. If you fancy hearing the completely unpolished turd, go over there and listen to that. Then we've got some recordings that may or may not pan out. Uh, There are a couple of problems with various little one-shots that we did in terms of the audio, uh, not recording right or or being corrupted, things like that. So we'll have to see how those go. But then we are going to get into more D&D, more Dark Heresy, and what we're all very excited for, 
some Star Wars. We're also going to be revisiting Slippers. We did that as a one-shot a while ago, and then we did another one-shot where we thought it kind of felt a bit flat, and we all really liked it, so what we've come up with is that we're going to do new characters, same setting, but it's going to be uh, much more of an episodic campaign feel, and to do that, we're going to be using the Call of Cthulhu system. So I hope you enjoy what we've got coming for you. Stay tuned for some bloopers. Thanks for listening. This might be a TPK. I'm I'm fully prepared for this to be a TPK. Pause. It's like Highlander. Okay. Sense of the presence. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We paused. Yeah. Yeah. Hello everyone. Hello. I quite, I quite like the fact that you considered this to be kind of like the chapter, the, the finishing the, the chapter of this current bit. And we, Could be finishing us. We're, we're nearly two hours into it and we're only just getting out of the door of this room. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's usually the way it works. Uh, it's like, you were like half an hour planning. At least we haven't talked about salad. <laughs> I enjoyed this. This was one of the funniest moments. <laughs> Trying to figure out what salad is. Um. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> You fucking bastard. I think I've just figured out... If, if you haven't done this, I'll have to tell you afterwards because you'll go, Jesus, that's a great idea. But if you have done this, you're a twat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it's probably... Yeah, I'm probably a twat. So... I don't got anything better to do. Might as well kill a cat. <laughs> <laughs>